Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who proves you don't have to be a fanatic to be fit, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. In last week's episode, we discussed different ways to decrease your risk of dementia as you age. Now, the irony is, as I checked my numbers during the week, I thought I'm not getting as much interaction on this podcast, and I realized that I had forgotten to post it on social media. So I probably need to go back and listen to last week's episode, and if you haven't listened to it, maybe you should too, to help decrease our chances of dementia. This week, I want to talk about what very well could be a miracle exercise. This particular exercise helps decrease your risk of heart disease, of type 2 diabetes, of obesity. It will lower your cholesterol. It lowers your chance of osteoporosis. It lowers the severity and pain of osteoarthritis. It decreases the symptoms of uh, COPD. It lowers your depression. It lowers your anxiety. It lowers your pain level. It lowers your risk of dementia. It lowers the symptoms of congestive heart failure, reduces your risk for a stroke, reduces back pain, and helps to eliminate constipation. Now, with a list like that, that seems to be a pretty impressive exercise. The problem is, in spite of that list, I lost a whole lot of you at the word exercise because exercise brings up all kinds of negative connotations you're thinking about just sweating yourself to death of being tired of being in pain and let me give you a little bit of history in the exercise physiology world before 1990 when we talked about exercise we were just concerned about physical fitness and to increase your physical fitness it helps to have uh, some fairly intense exercise, you know, going for a run, do, doing the, the hard stuff, the ones that you see on the uh, Gatorade commercials where the people are sweating bright orange. Anyway, that was the idea. Well, post-1990, we started realizing that exercise was really more about your overall health instead of your overall physical fitness. Now, it sounds like about the same thing. But whenever you're just exercising to improve your health markers, then you can do some very moderate intensity exercise. And that's where this particular miracle exercise comes in. It's walking. Now, walking can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. So let's kind of narrow it down even more for the walking I'm talking about. It's moderate intensity walking. And for moderate intensity walking, I've said this plenty of times before, I mean, you can do all kinds of heart rate calculations and look at everything. The best thing, it's three to four miles an hour, but you know, then you got to calculate it. For moderate intensity walking, you should be able to carry on a conversation with the person you're walking with. If you're walking with somebody else, if not, you can talk to yourself. But you should have difficulty singing happy birthday. You'd have to inhale in between the phrases of the song so if you're walking fast enough it would be hard to sing a song but you can carry on a conversation then you are doing moderate intensity physical activity now you also need to do it for 30 minutes a day five or more days per week now 30 minutes a day it doesn't have to be 30 minutes at one time you can do three 
10-minute sessions and get the same health benefits as if you do one 30-minute session. Now, I do want to point out, this is the minimum that you're recommended to do. It won't hurt you to do an hour's worth of walking, um, to do two 30-minute sessions, one earlier in the morning, one later in the day. You know, this is a minimum amount, not the maximum goal that you're aiming for. So, with that said, what are some of the benefits that you get from walking? The Harvard alumni study that was studying men, and it seems that there is a little bit of gender difference on how exercise affects us, and it may have just been the studies that were done, but anyway, in men that walked three to six miles per week, which is right in the amount that we were talking about, they had a 13% lower risk of any coronary event. Now, they did women who walked one to two hours per week, and their rate of having any kind of heart disease, and that's just a little difference. You, know, you had coronary event and the other one's heart disease, but it was reduced by 50%. So you cut your risk of a heart disease in half by walking one to two hours per week. Furthermore, the Diabetes Prevention Project found that walking 150 minutes per week, which is exactly what I was talking about for the minimum, it reduced your risk of advancing from glucose intolerant to diabetes to full-blown type 2 diabetes by once again 50 percent so that's a major reduction people say well i'm afraid to go for a walk because i'm afraid i might fall regular walking reduces your risk of falling by 44 percent so the more you walk the less likely you are to fall another thing i would like to throw in there and I'm not talking about in this particular podcast, but there's what's called Nordic walking. And it's where you use a set of walking poles like you use for um, trail hiking and things. Get a pair of walking poles if you're unsteady and use those. And that will greatly reduce your chance of falling while you walk. I'll maybe do a podcast on that later. But some people say, well, gosh, it hurts to walk. I've got a little bit of arthritis. A study done by the Osteoarthritis Society found that walking an extra thousand steps a day, which is nowhere near the amount that we're talking about, but walking an extra thousand steps a day reduced your chance of having limitations caused by your osteoarthritis in the next two years. It reduced it by about 20%. Now, that's a huge reduction in your chance of having uh, a disability because of your osteoarthritis. So although it may be a little bit uncomfortable to walk now, you will decrease your chance of being completely unable to walk later by about 20% with just a thousand steps a day. Now, if you listen to last week, I said that physical activity decreased your chance of getting dementia. Well, walking the 30 minutes a day actually lowers your chance of getting dementia later in life by 34%. Also, it was found, and if you listen to last week's episode, you'll hear that uh, what the hippocampus does for you, but just moderate walking increases the size of your hippocampus. Another thing that will help de decrease your chance of dementia while you are sleeping your brain does some housekeeping and it clears out these different uh, they're called amyloid plaques it cleans those out of the brain and those are one of the uh, main contributors to getting alzheimer's disease daily walking significantly increases the quality 
and duration of your sleep. So if you don't sleep too good, maybe getting in that walk during the day will help you to sleep a little better. And I save the best, in my opinion, for last. A lot of us are concerned about putting on an extra little bit of weight. And it seems that the average American puts on one to maybe on the outside extreme is five pounds in a year. So that's 10 to 50 calories, approximately 10 to 50 calories per day. If you'll walk your one to 2,000 steps, which is about a half mile to a mile, so that's nowhere near the amount we were talking about for the 30 minutes a day. But if you'll walk 1,000 to 2,000 steps in a day, you'll increase your caloric intake enough to offset that pound that you would have put on. Matter of fact, they a study that was done for a period of about a year showed that if you'd walk two to 4,000 extra steps, which is right in the range we're talking about with your 30 minutes brisk walk per day, you would lose about a tenth of a pound a week. And you're thinking, oh, whoopee-doo, I'm losing a tenth of a pound a week. That's 5.2 pounds in a year if you don't eat extra to make up for the fact that you walked. But that's a low enough calorie expenditure that you probably won't eat extra to make up for it. So if you'd like to think about losing five pounds a year, which is a pretty significant weight loss, then really all you need to do is the miracle exercise of just getting up and walking for 30 minutes a day minimum at a brisk walking pace enough to where you can talk but not sing and do that five days a week then in the period of a year you should notice some outstanding results and I hope this will make your fitness journey just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing Please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.